Happy Friday, everyone, and thank you for joining us on Fried Okra, the public education podcast for Oklahomans. I'm Carrie Coppernall Jacobs with the Oklahoma Education Association. And I'm Alicia Priest, president of the OEA for 30 more days. <laughs> Fried Okra is a weekly podcast where we get together to talk about public education issues in Oklahoma. We hope you'll join us every Friday. Well, speaking of that, we are uh, joined today by the illustrious Catherine Bishop. Catherine, thank you for coming and joining us. Oh my goodness. I am so excited to be here. <laughs> you know, every week I love listening to Fried Okra yeah, and to hear the you. podcast. So See you and to my get mom, to be in the listeners. room where it happens is just exciting. <laughs> of course, now I have Hamilton. In yeah, I was going to say, so. good job not breaking out in this song, Alicia. Thank you. Um, for those who might not know Catherine, she is our vice president here at OEA, was recently elected to serve as president and is taking over. July 1. So congratulations. And we're we are excited for you. Well, thank you. So um, we want to, you know, um, for folks who might not know you, we want people to get to know you um, and kind of know your story because people see you as an advocate. You know, they'll see you out, you know, doing different things all over the state, but maybe don't know you personally. So um, talk to us about um, how you became an educator and, and what your what your pre OEA life was. Wow. I, uh, I come from a family of educators and, uh, my mother, uh, I I attended the same high school that my mother taught at for 32 years. And there was this essence that I would just go into education, but, um, people will find I'm my own unique person. I I did. I'm my (laughs) own unique person. And, uh, I was just, I was that person that was just not going to, I felt like, no, this is just assuming that's what yeah. I want to do. And, and I, then I, you and showed I, them. I know, I you did. <laughs> and there is nothing better than working for a state agency to let you know that this is not your true calling and passion that education is. And so my my pathway was not their traditional pathway. Okay, I didn't uh, know that. Yeah, I was... Uh, married, divorced, had small children, and went back to school to finish out. Uh, oh, cool. I went two years. Uh, I always say it this way. I went two years of college and played basketball. And uh, not well, but I played basketball. <laughs> and, uh, and, and, but it was that returning back to school yeah. with, my, with my little children and seeing the, that, that passion just finally just bubbled up. And it was yeah. like... I I knew it was there yeah. and it just had to come out and I loved every minute yeah. that I was in the classroom. And so you um taught in Putnam City. Is mm-hmm. it did you start there? Is yeah. that okay? So Yeah. Same elementary for twenty two years. Oh, that's amazing. Teaching students with disability in the area of emotional disturbance. And where in which school was that? Lake Park Elementary. Okay. So how did you pick that? So why so why elementary? Why special ed? Why emotionally disturbed classroom? Like what like there are so many there's so many options in education of where you could work. Like why those why was that your place? You know, uh, it was my journey in life. It -hmm. wasn't necessarily that I had experienced trauma in my life. Mm -hmm. I knew I wanted to work with students with disabilities. And the area specifically around students with emotional disabilities, Mm -hmm. they're not visible. They're hidden. And and I always loved the area of psychology Mm -hmm. and mental health. And so that was just my niche. Yeah. And uh, I'm old school, special education, where... My, I have a specific certification. I was before the mild, moderate, or severe and profound. Mm-hmm. So I specifically 
sought out emotional disturbance as, mm-hmm. as my pathway. And so for 22 years, I was at the same elementary. And then my last year, I went to my alma mater, Putnam City West, back home to be an instructional coach. Oh, cool. So, ta- so what? I mean, West is only a direction since <laughs> the Putnam City High School Pirate graduate. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Here there, we go. There is and I taught at Putnam of- City North. We've got it covered. So we got, got it all. So, so what, so what was rewarding to you about that? Like, I imagine that that is both a supremely challenging, supremely rewarding job. I mean, that is a high emotion, like intense part of education. I mean, there's no, like, you have no off days, you have no easy days. Like, what was, what was, why, why does that speak to you? Because every day was a new day. Mm. No matter what happened the day before, mm. we were going to start anew. Yeah. And it was about, I am a perpetual optimist. Uh-huh. I am that glass half full. I know. God bless you. Girl. <laughs> I know. <laughs> because it's about hope. Yeah. And that was what I, I got to experience every day was watching my students and knowing that they had hope. Yeah. There was hope and we want to get better and we want to find the resources and the skills to do that. And can I say though, it's to hear you talk about that, the world doesn't view our students that way. You know what I mean? The world doesn't always view that as a place of hope. So it makes, I mean, just makes my heart so But imagine if they did. Right. How much better we would all be off. Right. I mean, it's just like, it's such a difference. Like, thank goodness they had an educator who saw that every day because it's, they need it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the world doesn't always kind to them. Yeah. So, so then you, so you got involved at OEA. So when you, so when you, did you immediately join and say, I'm going to take over this mother? Well, so <laughs> not only did I, not only did I come from a family of educators, I came from a family of very strong OEA members. Okay. And it started with my great uncle who was a member and activist from Muskogee, Oklahoma. Mm -hmm. And he instilled in my mother, who was a teacher, the first thing you do when you become a teacher is you join the OEA. You Mm -hmm. join your professional organization. Mm -hmm. That's who you join. Mm -hmm. And so my mother instilled that in my sister and I. First thing you do when you become a teacher is you join the OEA. And so I was a midterm graduate. I graduated in December. Mm -hmm. So I immediately just, you know, walked into a job. Yeah. Had a job. And I'm sitting there in my little classroom after school one day, and I look up, and I have three very esteemed colleagues in front of me, and they're just standing there looking at me, and they're holding a piece of paper. Uh And they said, you have not signed up for the association yet. It just had just totally slipped my mind, right? I just- I mean, when you start out- So busy, you know. Things are happening. You have nothing to do. You have nothing to do. And then they said, and don't make us go tell your mother. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I was like, oh my gosh, give me the form. That's amazing. And then and then at the end of that year, those same three ladies were standing in my doorway and saying, you know what? We think you would be the perfect fit to be our building rep. And they probably said, you know, we've all done it before. It's your turn. Yeah. But they opened the door for me. Yeah. They gave me a seat at the table. Mm-hmm. And from that point on, I was a building rep. And at the end of the, that year, they said, hey, who wants to be on the bargaining team? And I thought, hey, that sounds like cool stuff. I was on the bargaining team. And 20 years later, I was still on the bargaining <laughs> team. And, you know, just it just it just developed. But it, yeah. it gave me because working with my students, it was also about advocacy. It was yeah. 
so many times I was their only voice they yes, had. Yes, yes. And and it just it the uh, work with the association was just that same thing. Mm-hmm. It was just a, a follow through with it. We. Um, w- we think about advocating for our kids and there are many ways that we do it in the classroom, but we have to advocate for them outside the classroom too. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So, so, um, so you decided you're going to run for a state office. So tell us about this. I mean, that's a big jump from building rep to and negotiator. (laughs) Right. So talk about that. What, what made you want to do that? Yeah. The opportunity, uh, at that time, uh, President Linda Hampton had decided that she wasn't going to seek re-election. So this was is six, be six years ago. Six years ago, okay. yeah. And it was kind of one of those 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 moments in times that you have. I'm looking at Alicia, and that you just say, "This is the right moment. This mm-hmm. is the right time. It's the right opportunity." And I'm willing to put my name on the ballot. Yeah, which is scary. Yeah, scary. And, and and you and you're struggling with this trying this internal fight you have. I love the classroom. I want to right. be in the classroom, but do I love the classroom enough to leave it to do something more? It's that advocacy, yeah. taking yeah. taking it outside. I'm sure that that was a big pull for you, especially because you had spent your whole career yeah. in, in one building. Mm-hmm. I mean, was that a hard? It was the worst thought I had was having to go in and tell my principal that I was going to run for office. Was your principal like, no, thank you. You stay here forever. <laughs> no, the, the one, the, the beautiful thing about my principal, who is Buster Meeks, uh, that I truly admire. He, he hired me at Lake Park, and then I went to work for him again at Putnam West. So I got to oh, begin awesome. and end my career with him That's awesome. in, in education or in the uh, classroom. But the first thing he said to me, he goes, absolutely. Yes, you're oh. the right person, and you need to do this. That's awesome. And so... Now, I'm not sure what he said after I left the room, but <laughs> it was just that and it's, that's what we need is when somebody's willing to put their, to step out and yeah. step into that brave space yeah. to support them. And it's good for you. You should. So the past six years, some things have happened. It's a couple. I, it's know. been, it's been eventful. Let me think about um, it. <laughs> how, okay. So what were you expecting what were you not expecting? I mean, I think probably no one was expecting to walk out six years ago, yeah. but when you very when you very first ran, but like, what are things that you expected, didn't expect? Like, what surprised you? Oh, that is such... how awesome I am. Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. <laughs> Did I do that just like you told me to do yeah. it? Okay. Yeah. Um, what that uh, that this job is twenty four seven. Yeah. There is not a, a moment in time, whether you're personally, you know, meeting with people, it never leaves your mind. Yeah. It's it never the, the immense, what I was not expecting, the immense amount of responsibility mm-hmm. to be setting at a, in a, a state department task force meeting and to know that when you speak, you are speaking for all the educators yeah. That you're no longer speaking for Catherine Bishop that right. taught students with disabilities in right. Putnam City that's advocating for her kids. Right. And so it's an over, the first couple of times it's just overwhelming yeah. uh, responsibility that you have. But then it becomes, if not me, then who? Dang yeah. right. This yeah. is our opportunity. This is our time. And so 
Um, the really great joy is to 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 follow Alicia. I mean, Alicia. Okay, we wear the same size shoes, but I'm I'm having really? the, yes, yeah. but That's but handy. I am filling I'm filling big shoes, and um, but the partnerships and the relationships that we were able that because we were when we both came in we had we had just left a superintendent yeah we had say that we did not have a relationship with the state department <laughs> oh, we did yeah. not have a relationship with legislators oh, we did not yeah. have dark days yeah dark yeah. days yeah i you know that's interesting when you were talking about like that that must be sort of a daunting moment the first time that you're at um a meeting where you're that where someone says well, what do teachers think, Catherine? And you're like, well, there are tens of thousands of them. Um, and this is, I mean, that's a big, yeah. that's a big onus. Yeah. But also a point of pride. It is. But, but what it, but one of the things that I feel like um, Alicia and I were, were really able to accomplish, I can't, neither one of us can go sit in, at a, at a stakeholder table and say what teachers want if we're not out there listening Right. To what teachers and support professionals right. need and want. Right. And because um, you're not speaking for you. Right. right. Yeah. Right. And you have your own experience, yeah. but you know, not everybody right. is a special education teacher from Putnam City. Right. right. Um, so then the walkout. What was that like for you? Uh traumatic. <laughs> you know, okay. So, <laughs> so the the really cool thing about my history when I returned back to school. I was a junior in college, working full time, single mom, junior taking night classes okay. um, during ten seventeen. Oh, so I would race home every night to watch the news, so I could see. I'm not gonna. So I could see if I could see if I could, I watched the news to see if I could see my mom and my sister, because they were there, and I thought to myself, one day when I grow up. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be just like them. I want to have their courage. I want to have their courage. I want to have that. Uh, to me, that took such courage to leave your classroom yeah. and, yeah. and and passion and just, there's other big words that I can't think of, but it was just, you know, who they were and what they yeah. believed in. And I wanted to have that. And I had no idea what that meant a long time ago. <laughs> um, but it was being there at the Capitol with, Tens of thousands of teachers and support professionals and parents and community members and advocates that that brought you courage. That just yeah. that it was that uh, community yeah. that came together for a common good, and that was uh, sometimes overwhelming. Yeah, <laughs> but it was also very. Uh, it, it gave you that energy that you needed. Yeah. And Catherine manned everything on the inside. Mm -hmm. So she had to be there early to get in because, you know, oh, we yeah, filled yeah. up the Capitol and they closed her down. Yeah. Yep. So um, sometimes we couldn't even contact her with what was going on because you couldn't get, you, yeah. you couldn't get cell service yeah. to get inside because all the reporters and stuff were sucking up all this cell yeah. service. Yeah. Streaming video uh -huh. and all that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That, that was the one thing that we did not have. We had we had the porta potties, we had the pizza, we had everything else laid out, but nobody had we had no idea of the connectivity. Oh yeah. That would be none. Yeah. Was, yeah. We couldn't even talk to each other floor to floor. 
No, I didn't know that. Yeah, we couldn't even. And you make good friends with the head of the highway patrol. So when you need to get back in the building, yeah. that you can get back in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, um, so what was your, I mean, first of all, I'm sure that you got very good at chance. From what I understand, I did. I, I never I went did. in the building. I never went in the building during the walkout. So I don't. Yeah. So I'm like, what was it like in there? Oh, the energy. Yeah, that energy was contagious. That's awesome. It was just contagious, and it was just they were there, and they were there for a purpose, and to watch advocacy in action. Yeah, that they were there, and they were like, yes, we. We are proud of what we do yeah. and we are going to stand up and we're going to speak out for it. And oh, so, man. yeah, it, it was probably very loud. Yeah. It's very loud. It was, <laughs> I, I, I think I lost my voice like within yes. <laughs> two or three days. And what was yeah. it like? I mean, it was people from all over the state, you know, people who would drive from the panhandle first thing in the morning and people from all different walks of life, all different professions, everything. What was it like to meet all those people? I mean, you were meeting both of you guys, but like meeting everybody from everywhere. It, it was, it was getting to see courage Mm. that they had never even maybe been to the Capitol. And they were amazed that by the process, by what was happening. Yeah. And, and that just fed you know, with everybody and it just, it supported with what they were doing Mm -hmm. and going in and sitting down and talking with their legislators Yeah, that they may have never met. Yeah. That was really important. Um, And and they wanted to know what was going on. They wanted to know the process. Oh yeah. So it, it, you know, that, that lifelong learner that we all are, you know, they're like, okay, well tell me about this. And so, and then everyone in teacher mode, let me explain (laughs) the branches of government. Here we go. Yeah. Well, this is how bill is made. <laughs> so what, what is, what's been some of your invisible work as vice president, things that people don't see, because you guys, there's a lot of stuff that you guys do that I don't think the public sees, even our members don't see. Um, what is, what's something of your invisible work that you are proud of? I think the, uh, I have been so lucky that Alicia has, um, been able for me to allow me to use my strengths mm-hmm. and where, uh, you know, whether it's around students, disabilities, curriculum, federal reform, state reform, th- those are the things that I love policy work. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, building those relationships, being a stakeholder at the table mm-hmm. and then being able to be that voice, but bring that voice back and, and keep people informed. So like an example, you serve on different NEA committees. Mm-hmm. So, like, don't you, you have some, uh, feel free to use jargon. Normally I say, keep it out of here. But, like, there are cohorts. The IDA cadre. Cadre, Cadre, there's the word I'm looking for. So that is the only, uh, NEA has a lot of committees. But in 2000, they, uh, at the time, it was President Carolyn Crowder called me up and said, hey, I'd like to recommend you for this cadre of trainers that they're creating are you willing mm-hmm. i was like sure everyone loves and so the cadre. i know you gotta love a cadre <laughs> 21 years later we are still the longest standing cadre of nea and That's it's that cool. it, the official title is the nea idea resource cadre if we can figure out another name we will put it in there and <laughs> um, but it we were pulled together to help go out and provide professional learning around at the time 
was the reauthorization of the Individuals with Disability Education Act, mm-hmm. IDEA, 97, to help build state capacity. Mm-hmm. So that educators had knowledge around IDEA and then yeah. all the regulations that came with it. And then and then it was reauthorized in 04. And so we just continue that work and and we've just developed into a resource of trainers and mm-hmm. we've uh, centered a lot of our work this last year on social emotional learning, adult social emotional mm-hmm. learning, as well as trauma, making sure that uh, we're that sometimes, many times, our students with disability, the equity piece is so disproportionate. Yeah, and and so that that is, uh, I have members of that cadre that I have not lo- known longer than my husband. So, <laughs> so, uh, so speaking of your husband, though, you you are married to a former OEA president. Are you guys mm-hmm. going to have some kind of OEA president battles starting July first? Oh, Hamilton is back in my head. <laughs> but, Roy, Roy <laughs> but Roy Bishop served as president, and now yeah. you. Yeah. And so what? what is that? Are you going to be like, I don't want your advice. You get out of here with that. You know, there's, uh, there's, it's kind of a, a, a balance that we try to find. Yeah. First of all, um, I remember when he was an officer, every day when I would, talk to him because we dated uh, Roy Bishop for five years. He had a seven year plan, he tells me, but that was, that didn't work. Um, Fisher Cup Bank. I know. Was, those, those, that, maybe those words were used. Um, um, it, it, I remember when he was in office and we would talk in the evening or whatever, and he would say, Tell me what happened at school today. What did you do at school? Yeah. And I would go, Well, I taught. Well, what did you teach? I taught children. And he would go, no, no, no. What did you teach? Tell me about it. Yeah. So he lived vicariously, you know, because yeah, yeah. we both educators and love right. being in our classroom. And so there's this balance yeah. that uh, we want to, you want to have a life. Right. And so I are, all, I know when that balance has tipped and yeah. I'm, and I'm talking too much association and mm. and so we have to we continually try to find that balance. Yeah. And he is my guiding light. Mm. He um, he is my sounding board. He uh, he's thoughtful and processing. And so yeah, good. So what? So you've got three years laid out ahead of you for this term. Yeah, starting July one. What are your plans? You know, what I do you have, want to do? What are your goals? What are wow. your goals? You know, I have three major overarching goals. Okay. Three major ones. Reclaiming our school and our voice. Mm. Building and growing strong locals and advocacy. Yes. And they're broad and they're long lasting and what, and it allows for our amazing executive director and managers and staff to create the tactics and strategies to help take that vision forward. Mm. But it also allows us to whatever gets thrown our way, that we have a strategic focus and plan for it. It's going to fit in one of those areas. And so that's what I want to do. What I want also is for every time that you hear the name OEA, that you picture in your head, that goes to an educator. Mm, it's yeah. not a building. It's not right. a person. Right, it's right. not somebody standing. It's not the boogeyman no. out there. <laughs> it's not just because you're maybe got the media interview. That's not. That's that's not who the OEA is. Yeah. Yeah. The OEA is our members, right? 
And that's what I want. And so that has, that has to go back to our members continuing to tell their stories. Mm-hmm to talk about in the grocery lines, what they do every day. The Roy Bishop, what did you do today? I taught kids, you know, <laughs> you know, t- celebrating what you do. And, and what a unique time to be doing it. Yes. I mean, and, and, and what you need. Yes. Yeah. Because this time is a time when I think if you don't have kids in school, if you don't, if you're not working in schools, I think it's difficult to know all of the things that happened in there. You know what I mean? All right, well, we're going to wrap it up now, Catherine, with a lightning round, which is not everybody has, has to be subjected to, but we're going to because I, we're I just want to know, I want you to know I'm really nervous because I've heard your lightning <laughs> rounds. And I and when you're listening, you're like, oh, that is so fun. <laughs> and now it's like, wait a minute. I know. This is terrible. <laughs> so mine, mine are the choices and yours are kind of a... Quick mine, answer? Yes, mine are, So yes. we should go with oh, mine first okay. and then... Oh, I yes. get multiple choice? Yeah. C. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> That's not one of them. All right. Lightning round. Okay. Cats or dogs? Dogs. How many do you have? One puppy. CDs or records? Records. Who do you listen to? Bad company. Bad company. (laughs) Not who are you with right now, but. (laughs) Book or Kindle? Book. Beach or the mountains? Oh, man. Beach, mountains, beach, beach. <laughs> a beach in the mountains. It's not an answer. A beach, a beach, beach. Like Alaska, so that you get beach and yeah. mountains. But you can't you, no. lay There's out no at the beach. Yeah. And, no. no. Uh, hot dogs or hamburgers? Hot dogs. Cook or clean? Oh, Lord. <laughs> I clean, 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 clean. I cooked long enough. I can clean. Okay. Favorite Christmas movie? Oh, don't say the Ralphie one. You know, Home I Home Alone. Oh, okay, good. Okay, good. Uh, favorite grandchild. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's terrible. <laughs> I was going to say Becklin. She's my favorite granddaughter because I only have one granddaughter. <laughs> so I can do uh, that one. <laughs> pet, pet peeve. Glass half empty. Empty. <laughs> um, are you a good driver? I think so. Yes. <laughs> Nobody I, would know because I always drive. <laughs> this is what I'm people to look forward to. Are you? I a, say yes because I had a driver's ed teacher that taught me to always look down the road. Okay. And so that's how I look at life. <laughs> life lessons. Uh, what book are you reading next? Do I want to read or I'm going to read? What What book are you reading now? What's on your night? Ouch. Ouch. Yeah. Um, and what does Roy find annoying about you? I talk too much. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Catherine, we are appreciative of your time and we appreciate your service uh, to the educators and support professionals in our state. And I'm starting uh, here pretty quick. You're going to be the co-host of the show. I am so looking for it. Just, I, I know I'm not going to fulfill the big shoes that I have to fill, but I am looking we forward to you it. You will. <laughs> you have all the gifts and graces needed to um, to jump over the bar that I have set. <laughs> Slightly above the ground. Yeah. You, you can't limbo under it's it, a limbo but you can step jump. over it. <laughs> All right. Well, now we're going to shift the conversation to just me and Alicia. Alicia, I've got Yay. some <laughs> very hard-hitting questions. Now, we're going to talk about uh, a big event that's coming up, Representative Assembly. And I think anytime we can kind of explain what is the behind-the-scenes work at OEA, um, we should. So give us a look at what is Representative Assembly. 
It is uh, the largest democratic gathering body in the world. Yes. Yeah, so it is. Awesome. So, um, so we are a democratically elected leadership and, mm-hmm. um, and that is from our local level mm-hmm. to the state level to the national level. Right. And so our members across the state, uh, depending on the size of their local, they elect delegates to go to representative assembly. Uh-huh. And so uh, this year we have about 57 uh, delegates that will be attending virtual RA representative mm-hmm. assembly this year because mm-hmm. we can't get 10,000 people in a convention center together not just and be yet. safe. Not just yet. Yeah, we're just <laughs> not there yet. Yeah. So, um, so we uh, democratically make the decisions that push the agenda for uh, NEA. Mm-hmm. And the more folks that we have going, the bigger the voice that we have. So this year is a little smaller. Our our delegation is a little smaller than normal. Like what, I mean, it's a weird, it's a weird year. Last year was a weird year. What What's our like normal, like a normal year pre-pandemic, what's sort of our normal delegation? Uh, probably between 70 and 80. So um, what are the kinds of things? So, dele- so delegates from Oklahoma and all the states get together. What are the kinds of things that folks vote on? So we have... Um, the budget, mm-hmm. strategic budget. Mm-hmm. Um, we have legislative agenda. We have uh, new business items, which are things that members from states bring forth. You have to get fifty delegates signatures, and um, and and the representative assembly will discuss it, debate it, and vote on it. And Oklahoma has had Oklahoma new business has items. had new business items. So the one that comes to mind is uh, one that Lawrence Lane from uh, Dakota did. Well, two years ago, right? Was that 2019, I think? I think so. Um, or as I like to call it any other time, last year. Yeah. Um, what um, proposing to schools close for MLK Day. So can you talk about like what that process is then? So um, Train brought that to the Oklahoma caucus, uh-huh. our delegation, mm-hmm. and proposed it. And we talked about it. And we said, yep, that's a good idea. He got 50 signatures, mm-hmm. not just with us, he went to other states, black caucus, yeah. you know, that kind of thing. And, um, and we voted to support it. So that gave him extra time at the microphone to speak yeah. to his motion. Uh, he got up in front of the, the 10,000 people in the room, and put that out there. And we voted for it. That's so and, cool. and it passed. We also had a uh, Trish uh, McDaniels Gomez mm-hmm. from Penn, mm-hmm. from Norman, uh, who had one about students wearing their regalia at uh, graduation. That's and, right. And things like that. Because, I mean, the, come on, that's just ridiculous that, yeah. that you wouldn't be able to wear uh, an eagle feather on right. your graduation. You're talking about tribal regalia. I'm, t- I'm yes. talking about tribal regalia. Yeah. So she went through the same I process. For, yeah, that and, one too. Yeah. So, so we've had, you know. Uh, all kinds of stuff. Can I just say, um, when you say in front of 10,000 people, that's just the size of my hometown. I just want to point out, like, that's like a <laughs> boatload of people. Um, yeah, there I, are only certain cities that we can have representative right, assembly in because right. it has to have enough hotel well, rooms. It's not Mountain Home, Arkansas. Yeah. There's no, no room. It is not. There's it's not. not Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. Yeah. Yet. Yet. Um, so how do now our delegates um, represent the whole state, right? Right. So right. you, how, how do people get to be a delegate for RA, for representative assembly? So um, there is, it, it depends on the number of members in your local. Mm-hmm. And um, for so many members, you get one delegate. For mm-hmm. this many members, mm-hmm. you get an additional delegate and on and on. So we have, um, like Tulsa has 
12 or 14 delegates, uh-huh. I can't remember, um, that that they Because they're get, our largest local, right? yeah. Right, but um, UConn gets two. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, other, other like Bartlesville gets one. Uh-huh. So, you know. Depends on your size. It depends and, on the size of, and the, then that, of the district. And then that local picks And then that local has an election yeah. for their delegate to NEA representative assembly. And, and you, I just, I love that it is so democratic at every level yeah yeah and it's like the russian doll of democracies like you open it up and you're like oh look another election and you open it oh it's an election within that one yeah Uh, so uh, you know every election counts yeah so who you're sending to uh to representative assembly is a is a big deal because they're your voice at that level and and people sometimes will be like well i don't like this about oea or i don't like this about nea you can change it yeah do it like this run for things it is you like this is the organization is you but just like we tell people you know if you're uh just mad about if you're a one issue person yeah get ready you also have to listen to budget hearings yeah so (laughs) there are many other things and but the more you know right right so so this year um everybody's not going to be getting together um because you know we're still in the pandemic, in the, in the pandemic, coming down from it, thankfully. But um, what uh, what is RA going to look like this year? Well, that we're trying something new uh-huh. uh, that um, that really is something that other states didn't think about. Uh-huh. Um, we uh, we are having our delegation mm-hmm. choose whether they want to come to the OEA building, and we'll be as a delegation together mm-hmm. um, or they can join virtually. Yeah. So we'll have Oklahoma meetings that there will be, you know, like 75% of the folks are going to come to Oklahoma city yeah. and the other 25% either weren't vaccinated or they chose to, they feel you know, safer that way stay or, home yeah. Yeah. because they didn't want to drive sure. or they didn't want to spend the night because they're with their family right, when right. they stay home. Right. And, um, and so we are going to have that hybrid system. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll be doing it on the big screen here. Yeah. Uh, and everybody will have their own devices to enter into debate. Right. And it, it's going to be an interesting process this year because they've built a platform specifically for the needs of NEARA. Because it's a monster undertaking. Right. And so um, nobody, no company had the capacity <laughs> With what they had currently right. to have debate and motion, you know, uh, motions oh to amend right. and all, all of this stuff. Nobody had that type of capacity for that many people. Right, right. And so, um, so, so it's going to be interesting. We'll be watching <laughs> it. If they want to enter onto debate, they, on their own screen, they type in whatever. Yeah. And then, um, and then they have to have their phone. Because when it's their turn to talk, they'll have to talk on a phone. Oh my gosh! To yeah, um, yeah, to to speak to the assembly. So oh man, I mean, that's wild. It's, yeah, it's gonna be yeah. so cool. It's gonna be a lot of fun, and 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 um and and that puts some of the personality back into it. The yeah, pomp and circumstance back into it. Right, right. And um, just the camaraderie and fun of being with our folks. Can I tell you, I like so we just recently um had our first staff meeting yes post pandemic and if you were vaccinated you could come and 
be in person. And I have never been so excited to go to a meeting. I know. I was just like, oh my God. Hi, everyone. Hi, hi. I was so excited. I can't even imagine what it's going to be like for you guys at RA. Even, you know, even it's, I know it's not like a, a trip and like, you know, you're not going to be with the other 10,000 people, but like just to be together and like, I just, it's going to, I'm excited for you guys. Yeah. It's going to be fun and like it's gonna be like every year we have yeah. our special Oklahoma caucus shirts. Yeah. And so we we have that again and they're um relational to the Tulsa Race Massacre and the one hundred um one hundred year centennial. Mm-hmm. And I mean, just you know, I, I just can't wait to be with our people again. I just want I've never been to an RA and I really want to go. I mean, you can come peek in. I am going to probably stick my head in and someone's going to be like, who is that? And does she work here? And what is, get out. <laughs> I mean, you should I'm just going to be like, hi. It's a great photo op. Oh man. Well, we're going to be there everybody. taking pictures. So, yeah. um, this is coming up. This is yes. July, June. It starts in June tw- 30th. 30th. June 3rd. There are pre RA meetings. So right. That's There's why a whole bunch always, of, yeah. You know, <laughs> I mean, what day does it really start? Right, right. Or what day do the what activities day, Everybody start? comes here June 30th. Through, yeah, June 30th yeah. through July 3rd. Yeah. And, um, you know, this will, this will be the second time in, uh, you know, since Ken has been born that I've been home on July 4th. Oh, man. Last year because of the pandemic and this year because of the pandemic. Right. <laughs> because right. it's always over the 4th of July holiday. Right. Well, I'm I'm just individually happy for you that RA, at least you guys get to be together yeah. in your last RA. Yeah. You know, at least you got it's like... I would hate for it to be virtual, like, you know, like all the way virtual, like yeah. it was last year. So I'm excited. For so you we've, guys. you know, when there's a switch in leadership at mm-hmm. OEA, we've always had this passing of the gavel mm-hmm. um, party at yeah. RA. And, um, and so uh, we, we're doing that with our delegates Good. on the second, uh, having a dinner and a passing of the gavel fun, you know, oh, just man. a fun time. Yes. Well, uh, have fun at RA. It's going to be good this year. It's going to be awesome. And welcome to Alicia's Morning Announcements. Do, 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 do. All right. Maybe Catherine will have a um, more fancy intro than that. Oh, my God. But I don't know. Maybe uh, she likes that intro and will continue on with it. Or maybe she won't. <laughs> or maybe. <laughs> All right. Bygones. <laughs> Moving on to my real announcements, not my thoughts to just pop out my mouth. <laughs> we have several websites that I'm going to list in the announcements. So get your pencils and papers ready. Put us on pause and get ready. Yes. (laughs) All right. Raise your hand if you're ready for me to go on to the next step. Just joking. All right. Northwest Advocate position at OEA. We have an opening. Come work with us. Come work for the OEA. Uh, Fill your passion of being the Northwest Advocate. Mm -hmm. Uh, That is the person that helps with bargaining, bargains with some locals, Mm grievances, employment, uh, issues. employment issues, all kinds of the fun legally stuff. Yeah. Um, and you get to work with the best staff in the world. I'm, I'm just going to put it out there. We probably we the universe. It's these are the facts. It's not our fault. It's not. Yeah. I mean, they can't help being great. <laughs> um, so if you are interested in that, okea.org slash careers is where you will go and find more information. Um, the next website that I'm going to tell you about, okea.org slash retire, we had a town hall about 
Senate Bill 683, which is a change in retirement for our education support professionals, for support staff. Um, we had a fantastic town hall with the teacher retirement system, yeah. our chief counsel uh, with OEA, Richard Wilkinson, and just, you know, really got great information about what the law does, what ESPs have to do, mm -hmm. um, the importance of a, a retirement system and a defined benefit. And it is required for all ESPs. So if you're support staff, this affects you, even if you've been working for 35 years. Yeah. Even if you're a part of TRS, you still have to make an election. Yep. So, um, so we are going to send out a recording of that to our ESPs that we have an mm -hmm. email address for. Mm -hmm. We're going to put it on the website, but we already have um, some stuff on the website to talk about uh, what that what that change in law does. Mm -hmm. um, and you can go to that okea.org slash retire. And, um, and also, we have a uh, page on our website about the Tulsa Race Massacre. Mm -hmm. So it has links and supports for educators who want to teach about it, mm -hmm. how to teach about it, what it is if you don't know. Yeah, just learn about it. Learn about it. Um, so you can you can go to okea.org slash 1921 yep. and um, find all kinds of information and supports there. Um, so those are the websites that I wanted to push out. Also, Tulsa, uh, Tulsa, Tuesday is election day, <laughs> yeah. uh, June 8th. There are a couple of bond issues. The rest of them are municipal mm -hmm. issues, but Tulsa public has a bond issue mm -hmm. that is up and, um, it's a big one. It is a big one. It's important. And, you know, not too long ago, uh, Tulsa buildings were run down. Mm -hmm. And I mean, there's been all kinds of information put out about that recently. And they passed a bond issue and have really made improvements. Yep. These improvements help our kids. Yep. They help our kids with safe and clean learning environments. Yep. They help our kids to have air conditioning and heating and roofs that don't leak. Yes. Um, you know, they help with books and technology and the buses to get our kids there. Yes. So please think about those issues. Yeah. You know, you can be mad about uh, the pandemic and, and masks and school or, or virtual. Right. But the only thing that voting no on a bond issue does is hurt kids and not yep. give them access to uh, to quality buildings and environments. And I can I tell you, it's so interesting to me because I at work, I track bond issues across the state and communities love their schools and support their schools. And it's a it's a weird time because people are upset about different things because there have been so many hard choices. But like at the end of the day, like support your school. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and, and Oklahomans do time after time. Now, if we could just get everybody to support schools. Yeah. All the time. All the time. Make good choices. Subtweet. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and I want to say happy pride month, everybody. Yeah. Uh, we support our LGBTQ community and we believe that everyone should have a safe working and learning environment. Yes. And everyone means everyone. That's right. Uh, well, what a good way to end the show. We want to say thank you so much to OEA Vice President Catherine Bishop for joining us today. And thank you for listening to Fried Okra, the public education podcast for Oklahomans. I'm Carrie Coppernall Jacobs with the Oklahoma Education Association. And I'm Alicia Priest, president of the OEA. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Fried Okra on Apple Podcasts. 
You can also contact us at friedokrapodcast at gmail.com. We hope you'll join us again next week. Until then, keep fighting the good fight for public education.